0: I would say you need an open mindset. You need to be able to think out of the box because, again, as we discussed many times, security and a security hacker, that's an art. They always think differently than us. So so if you just follow the normal ways of thinking, then please don't.
1: Welcome to Avanard's podcast series. Thank you for stopping by. My name is Mats Lunell Neilton. I'm working as a full stack developer and consultant here at Avenad. Today we have Lars Sieberg and Perle Kukholm Andersen here to give you an introduction to Microsoft cloud security and Avenad's new initiatives in the Nordics. Let's uh, jump in the direction of you, Lars. Please do a short introduction of yourself.
2: Yes, I'm uh, Lars Super and I'm a Nordic security lead in Avanade. i am just uh, joined recently uh, and have a, a long background in the security industry within consulting uh, and technical consulting. I've worked with that in, uh, in 16 years. So I'm joining as the lead but uh, still have to learn a lot about the Microsoft part. So that's the short version.
1: Perfect. And what about you, Pelle?
0: Yeah, Pelle Korkholm-Andersen. Uh, I am the lead for the Danish security department on the Lars. I've been in Art for five years now, and I have been loving every minute of it, every, actually every second of it. So it, it's uh, Avanard is really a great place to be. It's actually the first comedy I've been in where I, did, I wasn't put in a box. So that was really nice saying, okay, this is your place, but hey, Evolve from there. Do what you feel is right. And then that's it. And I've really done that. I can say that I've been in this business around security and infrastructure, well, actually all my life. So I've been around a while. I'm 55. And I actually started in this industry in the beginning of the 90s. So, yeah, it's just kind of my game. And uh, I love it. From a security perspective, I'm more of the, the techie guy. My, my take on security is, is from the infrastructure side, from the technical side, where Lars is more from the from the governance side. So, so that is really a good supplement between me and Lars because we together we have you from both sides, and, and, and that's that's really strong.
1: Now we know who we're speaking with or listening to, and I really understand what you mean by by not being placed in a box and having more personal freedom here at Avanade to do some interesting stuff. That's also something that I, I really like myself. During our conversation today, we'll give a quick glimpse into how cloud supports a secure system and how this differs from all solutions with local mixed systems. We'll also speak about, go more into Microsoft's security history and how Avanade and Microsoft work together today and ending with some concrete examples. But first, please start us off with a short overview of how old and local systems were made secure.
2: Yes, it's um, it's actually a bit fun to sit here now and uh, and talk about especially cloud, because that is the uh, newest generation of, of of the way to build uh, stuff. I think that I've been uh, working with security f- for so many years, then in s- some way you start securing um, for example a network which were what we started with like in the security industry and uh, in the beginning of course it, it was nothing was done in the right way but but after maybe five or ten years we start to learn about how things should be done and then we move to applications and the funny thing about the application security was that it was kind of the same things that repeated again. So all the mistakes, uh, all the lack of um, governance, all the kind of w- way of looking at things was um, was kind of the same. And it's it's has been like that uh, for each of the kind of new technologies. But in some way, I also f- felt that maybe like five years ago, I think the security industry kind of nailed it. I think we, we got to a place where we thought now we have the kind of the receipt to build secure uh, systems, to build secure enterprises, because we have learned on, uh, on how to protect everything from, from network to uh, endpoints to applications. We got mobile device, but we also managed to get them kind of into the uh, equation and, uh, and we kind of knew what to do. There was a lot of, uh, there was uh, standards around it uh, that was uh, guidelines uh, in no matter kind of what operating system you had or or what uh, application you would like to secure. We knew how to do it and, and we could kind of go around in the security industry and then kind of, you know, agreeing on this is the best way uh, and best practice to uh, to secure an enterprise. But the thing was that uh, that was five years ago. Since then, the cloud has really accelerated. And at that time we had put all the data inside the company and then we had protected the boundaries and uh, everything around the data now, it just feels like you know that, that way, that old receipt doesn't work anymore. And uh, data is leaving the companies to the cloud in, in a very fast manner. There is not the same kind of, of uh, information about what to do then in, in the cloud. Uh, and it's also going quite fast, all those things, uh, because this is not only controlled by IT department, the move to cloud. It, it happens in, in software as a service, so it happens for all kind of departments within the yeah, with the company, and in some way, it it feels like we were almost there. We had things in control, and and now after some years, it's just like no, we don't.
1: Do you agree with me, uh, Lasher Pella? What's uh, most important message around how we do cloud security today?
2: Yeah, the most important
0: thing is that 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 we can't do it the old way anymore. In the old days, it was all about perimeter. Uh, so so you had a strong perimeter, you secured a strong lock on the door, you. You protected your network, your PCs, and, and, and that was kind of it. But that's not the case anymore. In, in the old days, if you got a hack attack, you could just unplug your PC or unplug your servers, and then you were kind of fast protected. But you can't do that today. You can't unplug anything. Everything is live. So, so you have to think differently. You have to think, okay, it's not only about the perimeter. It's about the identity. We have to protect that. We know who have access and how they have access and monitor access all the time because the cloud is, is alive it's 24 7 so so it's it's a different way of of protecting your data you can't just put up a chinese wall around your data uh, anymore physically that you have to think differently and you have to think ahead because the hap- hackers they are they are better than us sorry to say that uh, even if i think i'm good I am nowhere near a good hacker. He he thinks or she thinks ten steps, twenty steps, hundred steps ahead of me. So so I need to, to, to constantly be on the toes, and everything is focused around identity and and monitoring. I have to to monitor. I need to know what is going on, so I can predict what's the next step, and that is extremely difficult. But that's the way it is today.
2: I think you're also right in the terms of, uh, for example, identity, because even though I was talking about that we had everything in control, maybe the identity part was maybe not where it was at the very best. At that time, I also see that there was a lot of focus on if you actually were, if you could compromise a server, and in some way that doesn't really make sense, because what makes sense is if that's the data, so you don't want to compromise a server really you want to have access to to data and in that regards it's it's maybe more mature way of looking um, into this now where where you are focusing on on the data and also the um identity so we know who has access to what maybe we're not maybe the old days were not that good as I remember
0: no well. I- to some degree, it was because you had to be in the company. I know that were VPNs, but, in, but, but you had to go to the company to have access. And, 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 but then again, she said at that point, we didn't actually discuss identity because I recall a, a, that's a long time ago. I tried to do a hack on a company. They told me to. And what I did, I well, I kind of dressed up as a, as a window cleaner. So I got in and I just took my PC and i plugged plug it directly into the wall and because they didn't care about identity, I had access to everything. So yeah, that was how it was done in the old days. You can't do that anymore because you are secure. But then the hackers got other ways of of of, uh, of trying to get in. So so it's uh yeah, it's difficult to say if it was worse or bad. Things has just changed, and we need to adapt. And that's the most uh, I think important thing is that you can't do those Chinese walls anymore. It's it's about identity and it's about adapting and knowing what is going on yeah. by monitoring and threat analysis
2: but but i also think that it's uh, it's going to be a even more professional hacking community i heard that uh, this year was the record in uh, zero days vulnerabilities uh, used against companies and uh, and the reason for that is most likely just that that there is a more uh, solid uh, supply chain on the uh, on the zero zero day vulnerabilities. So so and that that is just because it's 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 even more professional now. We are always talking about that when we talk about uh, hackers that they are professional. But I think what what the main thing here was that those type of for example supply chain attack using zero day exploits, they have uh, mostly been used by like government agencies. So it has been like really advanced attacks. Um but now they are the same techniques are also used more like of the more like traditional uh, hacking groups that usually has less capabilities in that area. But but when we see that of course puts a lot of uh pressure on uh, on how we uh, have to uh, both protect but also detect everything that's that sits on the our yeah on our network no matter if it's in cloud or in uh Traditional infrastructure.
0: I would say I have I have one comment. I think that is that is uh, that is quite kind of funny. I don't know if it's funny, but 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 it, in the old days, everybody was joking around Microsoft about security because we knew that hey, it wasn't secure. Uh, I, I recall in the old days when we had the old NTLM protocol, and they, they that was password clear text and what have you. So, and, and and Microsoft thought that hey. We were secure, we were fine, just have an advanced password and that's it. But no, it wasn't. So so back in the old days, nobody thought about Microsoft as a, a security partner, security provider. That is definitely different today where Microsoft is kind of leading the quadrant uh, around uh, security, and especially with the cloud. So that's a, that's a game changer, I would say. They have put a lot of companies out of business or going into small niches of, of security because Microsoft is taking the broad road now. Nobody has seen that coming, yeah.
1: And that's uh, maybe a good transition from history to what we're doing today and aspect of how we're collaborating with Microsoft, uh, who would you say is uh, responsible for uh, IT security in our daily projects and work, uh, Pella? What security skills are needed today?
0: Well, first of all, you need solid technical skills. That's, that's always the case. And then you I would say you need an open mindset. You need to be able to think out of the box because again, as we discussed many times, security and a security hacker that's an art, they always really think differently than us. So, so if you just follow the normal ways of thinking, then, then please don't. So it has to be abstract thinking. That's that's the, the most important thing. If you are abstract thinking, then, then you got a chance of being a good security consultant. And then of course you need to, to you need to embrace and love hunting because uh, when you do security you need to be aware all the time you need to question everything you need to be able to challenge everything that is going on if you don't do that if you just comply with what others are saying then you you will fail that's for sure so so when you're discussing with with the application architect or others you need to challenge nobody thinks about security and that's unfortunately a problem today so you have as a security consultant or architect think about okay is this actually secure enough and that can be very difficult actually sometimes
2: and and uh, I think that is even more difficult now where, where you are bringing in cloud, at least for, for the companies, because uh, many of the companies I, I meet, they have a IT security department, which which have a good specialists, but many, they work, in the, again, in the old technology on-premise systems, and they don't have that many skills on on the cloud part. The thing is that, that again, it's not the same tool that you can just apply on the on cloud and and that is when I'm talking about tool. It's not only like software tools. Um, I'm also talking about uh, on the governance side. I'm talking about if you have a, a security um, SMS, so you have policies, procedures. You can't just take those and and just use on the uh, on the cloud some of them has to be uh, seriously rewritten and also on the terms of the risk in in general you see as the company and and that's where your security starts it's it's different risk that you have to address differently and it's really hard for uh, for those that haven't been so much used to cloud to sit down and and also manage that and and i think it's a general um Issue for the whole security industry that cloud has boomed, but not the uh, security specialists with, with cloud scale. That hasn't really followed in the, in that area. So it's a it's really a challenge on the on short term. But also actually the other way around, we also get uh, in in Avanade uh, really good cloud specialists in which are newly educated and which have never worked with the old type of, uh, of security and premise. So in some way, it's, it's, sometimes it's, it's really like divided uh, knowledge we sit with, and we, we have to be able to, to bridge that knowledge because most enterprises, they work with, uh, with like hybrid setup nowadays.
0: Yeah, that, that's, that's also, I want to pick up on that because that's also where we actually see most of the security risks today when, it, when we look at it from a technical perspective. Because as Lars said, we have a bunch of young guys and girls that they, they have no idea about old school on-prem. And then we have old guys like me that knows a lot about on-prem. Uh, and we have some old guys that knows only on-prem as set, And when you combine that and you get a hybrid setup, then if you don't know what you're doing, there will always be gaps. And we see a lot of miscommunication and thus a lot of gaps in setups because you have a hybrid setup. So if you don't know how to do it right, then you might explore your cloud because you've done some bad on-prem because you don't realize, hey, now you've got a hybrid setup, they actually connect it. So if you don't watch out, then suddenly a hack on-prem goes to the cloud. And, and uh, yeah, that's that mindset of always constantly being on the alert and think the unthinkable, uh, think out of the box. That is so important in, in security. And that's it. Challenge everything, and that is what I teach all in my team. Challenge everything. Don't take no for an answer, because then you're definitely going to fail.
1: You're mentioning a lot of uh, challenges uh, with the security, also in the cloud. It isn't just a quick fix to all your problems. But do you have an example of uh, outcome of uh, going to the cloud, Pella? Maybe there's some interesting uh, attacks that you've heard or have experienced with.
0: Well, we actually had an attack last month, and that was actually uh, an on-prem attack that ended up in the cloud, Uh, but we stopped it in the cloud because we had the right measures. And that was simply because, yeah, we had an integration with a hybrid and and nobody thought about protecting the hybrid setup correctly. So someone hacked the server on-prem and then suddenly, because there was a link to the cloud, then they got access to the cloud. But luckily we had the right security measures we had threat monitoring in the cloud, which doesn't really work that well on-prem. And by default, because we had a, a strong setup using enterprise scale for Microsoft, you've got actually a high level of security and you got all the sys controls out of the box. And when you do that right with the right monitoring tool, like, for example, Azure Sentinel, then you get alerts. Thus, we actually found that attack before it actually happened, because suddenly we saw a lot of suspicious activity which hey, why is that account suddenly doing that it it shouldn't do that, and then we could shut it down very fast
2: but but I think this one is also maybe an example of of one of the benefits of of uh, going to cloud um, because if you actually have an attack, you have to kind of of work around that uh, by yourself on premise if if you are some attacks are identified more like globally for example from microsoft side because they are they are tracking not only you but but what's going on in general on all the cloud uh, accounts and something that looks as kind of nothing uh, in a small picture of one client uh, look very differently when you see it uh in in a big picture and and that's a clear benefit that that microsoft uh, for example will, um build in in defensa uh, um has those features because that is uh, that is something that pick up stuff that you haven't uh, would haven't seen before so it's not it's not about that it's a big problem going to cloud uh, of course there is stuff that needs to be managed uh, but there is also clear benefits uh, from that
1: Do you have any advice on people that maybe want to transition into cloud security on how long time it would take and what they need to focus on beforehand?
2: Yeah, I I, I would start with one thing. Um, And that is actually, it's a very simple one. Uh, But a lot of clients actually transition to cloud uh, without uh, buying Microsoft security products or other security products so uh, a lot of these features that actually would help them a lot uh, they from the beginning uh, just disregard and and they could really like go the neck extra 10 miles just by adding those features because the good thing about the cloud is that you can actually rely a lot on on what's already there and that's the first thing and the second thing is don't rely on the features which are already there. So, because on the other hand, uh, if you just kind of uh, accept the default uh, settings um, and, and are not really configuring it properly, you, you don't get the protection as, as you want to. So, uh, uh, and that's probably the other good advice because it's really it's really fast and, and it's really easy to deploy in, in cloud, uh, but you still have to really consider what you're doing.
1: Closing to the, to the end of this episode, what would be your main takeaways for, for the listener from this uh, conversation, Pella?
0: Well, I would say if you want a secure environment, then you have to go cloud. But as Lars said, don't go default because default, that's the easy way. It, uh, the default is made for one-click install, one-click deploy, and, 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 and that's not the right way to do it because that's never secure. But then embrace security, love security, and uh, if you have a passion for security and a passion for technology, then you're on the right track.
1: What's your main takeaways, uh, Lush?
2: I, I think it's uh, before putting data in the cloud to actually investigate uh, all the it's kind of the threat landscape and the risk of, of, of uh, using the cloud and, and trying to address that. Because, again, if you just have some settings you can play with, you just do that, but you don't take kind of the bigger picture approach to... To what is it that can hit you, and, and how do you kind of sh- how you should respond to that?
1: I think that's some really good points to end this episode with, and it was a great pleasure learning more about yeah the great challenges we have here with uh, cloud security. And thank you very much for your time, and thank you very much for you came here in the virtual studio today.
2: Thank you, Matt.
0: Thank you. Stay safe.
1: Again, thank you, Lars and Pella, for joining us in the studio today. Be sure to not miss any new episode. You can find our series on Avna.com or subscribe to our podcast series on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That's it for now. Goodbye. Yeah.
0: This podcast is copyright of Avanard, the leading provider of innovative digital and cloud services, business solutions, and design-led experiences.